All right, we spent a lot of time talking with Tim Sheehy, the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce, and also the guy in charge of the uh, board for the Wisconsin Baseball District, about this funding idea that the governor floated $200 million for long-term family field improvements, American family field improvements. Tim is with us in the studio. It's not easy for you to say no when you're just two doors down, is it? (laughs) That's very true. Get down here. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much for being here, because the news today, Tim, is that uh, Robin Voss, the speaker, basically told reporters at the Capitol today that the plan as currently laid out is dead on arrival. It's not the right mechanism to fund what's going to happen out there at American Family Field. But to be fair, he did say he's open to a plan, but this isn't the plan. And this is kind of what you told us a long time ago, that the plan unveiled by the governor, just a starting point. Is that a fair assessment? It's a fair assessment, but you know, as we've talked about this, the real starting point was when we built the stadium and we put the team in there. That was the starting point. So we built the house. We're at the point now where we want to extend the life of the house. From the Stadium Park District Board's perspective, we have about 85 to $90 million left from our sales tax collections, rent the brewers pay, and interest we're going to earn. And it's important to us because we're going to spend it differently if the end of the lease is 2030 and the brewers have five two-year extensions, we're going to spend that money differently than if we know the brewers are going to be here till 2043. So it not only impacts the new funding, but it impacts how we spend the money we have today. I want to ask you about a couple of things that the speaker seems particularly to have an issue with. One of them is he thinks the brewers are not guaranteeing to stay here long enough. He implied that to give them this money and to work with them into the future, they should make more of a commitment, that the, that the years they've added on to the end of this is not enough. Um, he's saying that maybe it should be double that, that we should ask them to stay a lot longer. Is that going to happen? Could that happen? Well, I, I certainly think there should be room to negotiate how long that extension is, and the extension is going to be determined by how much funding there is and whether the team feels like there's enough funding in there to keep the stadium to the level that they expect it to be to play Major League Baseball in. So I would assume there's some wiggle room between how much funding is put in and the commitment that the Brewers make to extend a lease. Normally it's tie- normally you borrow money and it's tied to the mm-hmm. term of the bond funding. Mm-hmm. But in this case, as we know, the positives from the governor's perspective when he introduced this is, One, it's cash up front, so you get the benefit of earning interest, and two, you don't have any borrowing costs. But again, the speaker's question is fair. Is it long enough? I want to ask you, I I hate to get into personal stuff like people when they gripe about little personal things, but the speaker is also very irritated that he wasn't part of detailed conversations that apparently the brewers and other voices were talking to the governor, and the governor unveiled this. Robin Voss didn't have a seat at that table, according to him. Devin Lemahue, the Senate Majority Leader, didn't have a seat at the table. Was that a misstep? Would that have alleviated some of this if there was at least some discussion, or is that impractical? No, it, it, it could have, but in all fairness, this also happens when the governor and legislature are of, this, of the same party. Um, and again, I, it's the only reference point we have in the stadium. I go back to when we were doing this with Tommy Thompson. There was no legislative leadership in the room when we were negotiating with the Brewers on the term of a lease. They were not in those discussions. And there was a case where the governor was the same party as the legislative leadership. So, you know, it's early, you know, bringing him in is better, but it, it, it's not necessarily a Democrat or Republican thing. With Robin Voss calling this now dead, Yesterday, how does this affect yesterday's announcement of the Home Crew Coalition 
of about 10 restaurateurs and Peggy Williams Smith from Visit Milwaukee, they definitely want to keep the brewers here for a lot of economic ripple reasons. Does this make their job, certainly makes it tougher, does it make them real players in this situation to try to find bipartisan support for this surplus money? Yeah, I don't think the solution is overly complex. People's reactions to this are complex. Um, and so when you when we say the speaker says it's dead, what he's saying is this proposal is dead or it's dead until I find out if I have a better one or some elements of this proposal may um, emerge as a part of the final solution. So the good news is nobody is saying that this is dead like they said um, in 1995 or 96 when this passed where the Senate said twice, no, it's dead. The statewide impact of the brewers, I think we've talked about that, I think, even yesterday. But I also, in the back of my mind, Tim, think about the area between the Harley Museum on Canal Street to the stadium and what the future of that district looks like. I envision that being a hub for activity, a little more so than it is industry-based at this point. Is that still part of the long-term vision and plan? And, And how does that fit into the brewers actually being here and on the ground in Milwaukee to make that successful? It's a really good question, and I guess the two answers to it is if there's an extension long-term with the brewers, people will think differently about development in the Valley than if there isn't an extension. Um, And whether or not that's um, industrial housing, I mean, the brewers have not talked at all about developing anything around the ballpark, and the Menominee Valley is really kind of fully built out in terms of the complement uh, that we have of, of business and industry down there uh, and, and some recreation. But to your question, the point is, if people know the brewers are going to be here for another 13, 14, 15 years, they'll think about that differently than if it's a question as to whether or not the stadium is going to have a team. If you had to bet the mortgage on your house on whether or not this gets done and the brewers get almost $300 million or the stadium district gets it, that's how I should have phrased it, or they don't, which way are you betting this happens or this doesn't happen in some form? Well, just for the record, in case my wife's listening, I'm not betting the mortgage. <laughs> this is theoretical. Uh, but but the answer is I believe we're going to get to a solution and it's going to be an exchange for length of term and amount of money that we feel is necessary as uh, taxpayers to keep that stadium under the lease that we have with the brewers in good condition. Can I ask you about a different topic? Uh, Milwaukee Business Journal had a very interesting story about the hop, the streetcar in Milwaukee, and how after four years of failing to get federal funding to extend it to Pfizer Forum, they have decided not to even seek that funding this year. I guess the question isn't about that, but the hop, the way it was designed and where it goes now and where it does not go, for it to be efficient and better used, do we need to extend the hop? Yeah, and it's a really good question, and people blow hot and cold on the hop. Uh, the former mayor used to say he could tell right away when somebody asked him a question about it. If they asked him about the downtown transit system, he knew they were supporters. If they asked about the trolley, he knew they were not supporters. <laughs> so when we talk about the hop, it was always designed to be extended. Nobody envisioned a system with the current footprint that we have. The question, I think, for the community today is, The city is in a fiscal condition that people would question whether or not this is the highest priority. And and I'm not saying that I'm a proponent or an opponent of it. I'm just saying people would question uh, whether that is the highest priority to put capital and operating expense into. But I can tell you this from everything I've seen, there is no way the hop was designed to run it only in the footprint that it's in today. Let's talk about political capital. Is it a valid strategy if you're a leader in Milwaukee County or the city of Milwaukee and you know you're going to be asking for the 
the right to ask for an increase in the sales tax and you're going to be asking for other relief on other issues to say, hey, I got to back off on asking Madison for help on the streetcar because these other things are more important to the people I represent? Well, so it's a really good question. And when you ask a question, people expect a yes or no answer. Um, The answer for Milwaukee, if it does not get a sales tax and increase shared revenue, um, we'll be sharing soon a report from the Wisconsin Policy Forum that they did for us. But I can tell you definitive, by 2028, the city will have to cut at least $133 million a year from its $640 million budget. That's a 20% cut. So under those conditions, the city needs a sales tax, it needs additional shared revenue, it needs to get its pension house in order, and 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 we can do that while we're talking about other um, expenditures, but I think it's in that challenging context that people are addressing whether to expand the hop or not. Tim Sheehy is the president of the Metropolitan Milwaukee Association of Commerce. Always great to have your insight, Tim. Thank you so much. Thanks for, thanks for allowing me to be here.